Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's incredibly early. It's 8.30, would you believe it? Uh, and George and I are finally getting off site. We're on, a, we're on the golf course uh, because I've come to get my bike, uh, which is in the little, frankly, rather inadequate bike park. But, you know, we'll take what we can get. Um, it's been women's quarter semi-final day. I mean, it's been... Good start, that. Well, it's just been like... You know what it is? It's been so inconsequential <laughs> to a certain extent. You know, Barty against Kerber was, had so much potential to be a great match. And Kerber served for the second set and threw in the, probably her worst service game of the tournament. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the match, generally. Um, as you say, it, it was a match that felt to me it deserved the third set. I thought pretty finely poised. Kerber really responded well um, to a, a very slow start. You know, she's quite lucky not to go four love down. I was kind of sitting there watching with my head in my hands thinking, looking for my bike, George. Can't remember where it is. <laughs> you carry on. You're sitting there with your head in your hands. There it is. Sitting there with my head in my hands thinking, God, this is going to be a, a painful evening where Angie doesn't turn up, um, gets knocked out comfortably by a better player. I thought she really rallied well, turned it into a good contest, and then, as you say, got into the position to push it into a third. And at that stage, I was kind of, kind of backing her to a degree. You know, I think, always think there's a bit of momentum when you win that second set. You can. And Bob, to be fair, she had looked nervous. Yeah. Like I remember, she she double faulted the first point of the match which I thought was, and badly, and she, there were one or two other double faults where I thought, just nervy, but then it's incredible. She's an incredible sports person. Yeah. Like, she, there were three occasions when she was break point down and she was serving into the ad court and she missed her first serve. And, you know, Barty served very well. Her first serve was very good today. And I think in the first set, she only lost two points behind her first serve. But it's break point down, missed her first serve, and then she hit the second serve out wide to the Kerber forehand and she hit the line and won the point. And it's it, like, she just seems to have bottle. 
which a lot of these other women don't. I remember I was watching uh, some of the pundits talking about it earlier and they were they were talking about Barty and Curva being like, okay, these two have the experience of winning slams, they know what it's all about. But I think people forget with Barty that this is this is only her second final. This is you know, that French Open she won was a tournament where it really opened up. She didn't really have to take out anyone massive en route to that title. I feel this one's a bit different. I feel there's She's handling the pressure pretty well. As you say, I think she's quite a... She's like a nervy yet clutch player. There's a lot of things that she puts herself in bad positions and then figures a way out of it. I mean, she's, as you say, she's a beautifully natural sportsman. Uh, sports athlete or whatever. Um, there's so much to like about her game. I, I, I think the shot that impressed me most today was the backhand slice. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a gorgeous shot. It's, 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 she can slice frozen cheese. It, it just neutralises so many points where she's in trouble. And she yeah. can just figure, and you know, Roger used to do that for years against people. His was obviously a little more plumb on the line. Let's say so low over the net, but still carries enough force to be um, a real weapon. And ultimately, I think that shot, I'd say one of the match in terms of getting into Kerber's brain, knowing Kerber needed to finish it. And while Kerber had, Kerber, to be fair, I want to say, really relished the crowd really brought that in you know she she loved it i think she actually got the crowd really into that match by the way she was kind of act, acting with them but when it came down to it that tie break you know six love down she was six love down you're not winning a tie break she only six played well kerber actually when she felt down and not like she was going to win the match and, loose. and as soon as she got in a position where she was like i can win it that's when it went wrong which you know, as a three-time Slam champion, you might think she, you might think she'd navigate that situation better, perhaps. I but mean, I, that... I think Barty's the clear favourite for this title now. I was really impressed. I thought she'd lose today. I said that before. I thought I thought Kerber would know how to handle it more because Barty, to me, is still a little bit inexperienced in those situations. But she she proved me horribly wrong today. She played yeah. really well. I completely agree with you. I, I picked Kerber to win the title out of these four, but just because she's got that much more experience and. To be honest, she looked tight at a lot of stages today, and that was disappointing. And, and it's easy to forget she's been out of form for a while, Kerber, and yeah. she's played her way into it. And, that, you know, she's the sort of player who actually can have long down periods and then come up with the positives. But today, it seemed to me there were lingering negatives that got in her brain a little bit. Agreed. Um, there were many negatives for the second semi-final. Uh, Carolina Pliskova against Arena Sabalenka. Which we, I don't know if I was that excited about. I like watching Arena Sabalenka full stop. It broke a record, a nine-year-old record held by Serena Williams and Victoria Azarenka jointly for the most aces in a match. They produced 25 back in 2012. There were 32 aces on show uh, today. It, I mean, that's not something, especially in women's tennis somehow, and frankly in men's, because I think John Isner should be banned. I've said that before. <laughs> uh, it's not something that kind of smacks of a good match, does it? I think the interesting thing about these semi-finals is actually they would have been uh, as good as the first one was. They would have been better matchups. The big server against the craftier player that yeah. always works well. When you have the two big servers, it can be a little bit difficult to find flat. I think there were seventy winners, um, which wow. is a lot. Does that include the? It um, must include the aces. I think that does include the aces. Yeah, um, but it, you know. I, I, I put it down as a clinic in big ball striking. You know, they really hit it very well, but there was 
not so much in the defence side. I, I thought Pliskova was by far the better player, actually. Um, she was far more the aggressor on return. Uh, the first set was... I can't remember if it was joking in the press room. It was um, a summation of her career, actually, that she looked the better player, had all these chances. Sabalenka, to be fair, served huge on all the break points. Um, but then Pliskova had one break point against her, which turned out to be the last part of the set, and she double faulted. You know, that's been the mental barrier that stopped her um, going the distance. You know, she's been world number one. There's some great quotes, actually. Ben Rothenberg of the New York Times uh, did a really good little piece um, with her, where she was <laughs> talking about how now, as a 29-year-old, she was appreciating how hard it actually is to stay in the top 10 for basically her entire career. I mean, she dropped out just before this tournament for like the first time in about 10 years. And she was saying, I Presumably because she lost the points from a tournament four years ago. But she was saying, honestly, I don't know what's better. Like, the longevity of being in the top ten the entire time or having two good weeks at a slam. And we've seen that. We've seen players in the women's game particularly get really hot for two weeks and do nothing else. Sloane Stevens, you know, Lena Rostov. I mean, Steve was a little harsh. You know, she got a French Open final as well. But, you know, they've Shantek. been hot. They've gone down. I think Shrontek's going to be excellent. I don't doubt that. She's still but, posting but, but quarters. But so far. But what I'm saying is, you know, Pliskova made a fair point that we all kind of criticise her as this slamless world number one. Um, one of three remaining slamless world number ones with uh, Safina and Jankovic. But there's something to be said for sticking around up there and doing it um, over a long period of time. And... I don't think she's going to win this title. I think Barta out of Foxer. I think she'll have too much for her. But if Pliskova does win this, it'd be a real moment where I think we'd all written her off. We all thought this was never going to happen. Yeah. I honestly didn't think it was going to be another Grand Slam final for her. Particularly, I mean, I think it's fantasy. We said there's no one who's picked Literally her. no one has picked her. Same catch as well. But yeah. there's been a couple of people this tournament who've really kind of... Even by surprised. our standards, gone under the radar. Yeah. Um, you mentioned her catch there. We should very quickly preview the semi-finals tomorrow. Uh, Novak Djokovic against Denis Shapovalov. Yeah. Uh, you think there is, there's no chance in hell there? <laughs> uh, I'd be very surprised. I, I mean, I'd be very surprised if anyone other than Novak wins this tournament now. Um, if I Calvin mean, we... were here, he would say that Denis Shapovalov makes bad decisions in good moments. Yeah. Um, I love Denis. I mean, he's one of my favourite players to watch. He is kind of, I don't know I play right-handed, but he's, he's what I kind of wish I was, basically. I, I still am trying to master that jumping one-handed backhand, and I fear I'm never even going to make one of them. I mean, yeah. he, it is a beautiful shot. Anyway, but he, you know, he's, he's got so much about his game, so his talent, so much quality. And he is mentally improving in terms of like sticking in these five sets like the winner over Hatchinov there were periods where he was playing quite badly yeah and he's gritting grinding those results out however against Novak you need to win every big point that comes up if you're going to win that match I'm, I'm not sure he's going to do it and you know I know we've not done a, one of these for a couple of days as well you know her cats in the other other side did that against Roger did that really well. He, you know, he, he kept a very cool head. Um, when I think someone like Chapo might not have seen it through to given a window of opportunity to Roger. And, and Novak's the one you cannot give the window to. I don't think anyone's going to beat him here, apart from Berrettini, he might blast it out of his hands. But 
Hercatch is a, the surprise package here. I've been really impressed out of nowhere. Two big servers, Berrettini, Hercats. No chance Hercats out serves Berrettini. Berrettini only hit 12 aces against Felix. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, Hercatch, I like him. I like him. I think he's got a lot about him. I think he's got more than people could give him credit for. I was impressed with him in Miami. He kind of dismantled Sinner towards the end um, when everyone was kind of building that up as Sinner's first big title. I think Sinner obviously will end up being Mm. a huge player and her, her catch has kind of gone a bit under the radar but I've, I've always said I thought he'll be a top five player at some point I think he's got enough about him um, great backhand people always compare him to Murray in terms of looks when he wears a cap particularly but he I've also seen the side by side they've got the same similar the, the same pullback quite a good walk but also very good backhand um, yeah goes with it. I, I, I was impressed I thought he, the way he came in against Roger mixed up the game a little bit took it out of him you know as I said Roger, he took that break lead in the second set and a lot of players, I suspect, would have at that point felt, oh God, here he comes. Here he comes, it's going to happen. And he, he really kept his head in it. The you know, third set to bagel, Roger. It, Roger was poor, but that, that is something in itself, I think. You know, that's happened for the second time in the 21st century. Yeah. Nadal, the other one of the French Open. So, yeah, and then there's four others in the 1990s, which yeah. probably not worth considering. But we, I think Djokovic and Barty for the title now, that's, that's where I'm sitting at the moment, which would be... Probably what we said two weeks ago, unfortunately. But yeah. Not going to get me enough fantasy points, and I should uh, mention before, before we go that uh, Hamish is now in a good position. He draws level with Philpott with Berrettini getting to the final. Huge. This is the internal bet that no one listening really... I died with Makova, which I was glad we didn't do a pod that night because I was pretty upset. Hell of a, hell of a hill to buy, <laughs> die on. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll look ahead to the women's final and we'll look back on the men's semi finals. There you go. Easy. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.